This is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Corey provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. Now, if you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 614-760-0670 where you can always visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're at our website, click on that radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. And don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions or to set up a face-to-face meeting. Again, that phone number is 614-760-0670. Now, during today's episode, we're going to talk about something that's likely important to millions of Americans for many different reasons, achieving your financial goals in 2020. Maybe your goals are to finally make 2020 the year you retire or pay off your house or invest more in the market. Whatever your financial goals are for this new year and to this new decade. So implementing the right strategies can help you reach them. But before we start peeling back this financial onion, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? I'm doing good. Um, speaking of onions, let me introduce my co-host. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to peel back the layers today. I like it. I'm doing great, Corey. Had a great week. Uh, just, I feel like I actually accomplished something. We were talking uh, off-air about how that feels so good when you actually get something done. I've had a project that I've been working on for the last few weeks, and it's finally complete. Got that off my plate. So that, that feels good. How about you? How have you been, Corey? Yeah, I've been doing good. You know, just like, just like you, I've been actually doing a little bit of, uh, work on my floors at the house, doing some baseboards and that project's coming to an end. It's always a little, it feels good to accomplish something. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's, that's just doing stuff at the house, but, uh, you know, 20, it's hard to believe we're already yeah past mid-january here in 2020 time's already flying by and uh um you know i'm looking forward to the rest of the year meeting a lot of new people as well as working with my existing clients as well yeah but uh um yeah looking forward to the show today and uh looking forward to uh hopefully to get some warmer weather here (laughs) yeah getting kind of cold yeah that would be nice and and this is the time of year when a lot of people i think sit down and actually start to think about and contemplate <coughs> what they want out of their finances for the coming year and, and beyond. So I think uh, this is going to be a good one. I know you have some advice and tips on what we can do to achieve some of those financial goals in 2020. So what do you want to get started with today, Corey? You know, well, Tony, I recently read an outstanding article and it's three ways to make your money work for you that was published by thebalance.com in November of 2019. I like the article because it highlights the power and importance of focusing on three basic elements. One word that everybody hates, and that's budgeting. Oh, yeah. You know, getting out of debt and saving and investing your money. 
After all, sometimes sticking to the best, you know, the basics really is the best thing that you can do. Now, the first component, Tony, setting up a budget is a great first step for anyone within your budget. It's important to put your money in categories like bills, savings, food, and not essential spending like entertainment and hobbies. Now, for many people, really seeing where their money is flowing puts things into a crystal clear terms. So if you set up a monthly budget this way, it's going to make it much more easier to set up a big picture, long-term budget that really addresses where you want your life and your money to be in the coming years. Now, like so many of our best intentions, you know, budgeting success, you know, really comes down to discipline. So you have to do it each and every month. And when your circumstances really dictate changes to your budget, you have to make adjustments and such as a way as not to put your future goals at risk as well. So in the end, the right budget's going to help you ensure that you aren't spending more than you than you're making each month. And that's what, you know, really what budgeting is really all about. Right. Right. And uh, I, I think that that's really important to note. Uh, and sticking to the basics, even when they seem very simple, it's a smart way to attack the problem of reaching your financial goals uh, this year and beyond. I completely you know, agree with your uh, analogy there, Tony. And, you know, budgeting is one of those things that everyone should handle in a tangible way. You know, whether it's with a pencil and a legal pad or even if you like, you know, spreadsheets and you want to do it on a computer, you know, it's one thing to do a budget in your head or to check your balance or, you know, your bank balance online once or twice a week. But when you really crunch your numbers in a way that allows, you know, your eyes to see the results, for some people, the results are a little stunning. Now, when you're sitting at your kitchen table doing your budget, you might just find yourself saying, we spent how much eating out last month? Or, you know, all these streaming services are costing as much as we, you know, we paid for cable. So giving yourself a little, a little budgeting homework is really the best way to figure out what you need to get to um, and, where, and more importantly, where you want to go. All right. Well, I think that's great. And uh, we all want to get there. Uh, and I know you're here to help us do that. And the idea of crafting that budget, I guess, with our own two hands, so you're left with something that you uh, can refer to as needed just makes so much sense. And earlier you mentioned getting out of debt as another way to help us reach our financial goals. Talk about that one a little bit. Okay, Tony, uh, that's a great idea. You know, this is where you'll want to kind of add up the amount you're paying each month towards things like your car, student loans, and, you know, the, dread, the dreaded credit card bill as well. You know, after you've added everything up, the question then becomes, what if all that money you're paying on your debt could instead be earmarked for your retirement? Yeah, fair enough. But for a lot of people, uh, Americans, debt is just a part of life. Uh, most of us have to take out loans to go to college, buy cars, and of course, credit cards are sometimes the only thing we have to get access to some of the things we need. So how do you reconcile that with the fact that a lot of people have a lot of debt? Well, you know, Tony, as the article from the balance.com points out, you know, your debt limits your opportunities. You know, really think of debt as a, a, a governor on your financial engine. Take off, you know, if you take off that governor and the engine just works better. So I understand that plenty of people out there have, you know, too much debt to pay off at one time. But in that case, one potential solution is to focus on some of your smaller debt first. If you can get these debts paid off, you're, you're going to be left with a little extra money that you can then dedicate, you know, to your more significant debts. Now, what if you could pay an extra three to four hundred dollars a month on your credit cards or student loans? 
So the positive ramifications of this are are pretty obvious. Well, that's a good way to think about it, Corey. And if we have a lot of debt, uh, break it apart a bit so we can identify the parts that uh, we can tackle right away. I think that's another one of those simple but critically important financial steps and ideas that we can use. I mean, that's absolutely right, Tony. You know, debt is one of those things that can seem overwhelming when you, you know, look at it and when you look at it from the total picture, right? And I think it's important to note here that nobody should really feel guilty about having debt, and they certainly shouldn't think that carrying debt makes them a financial failure. Now, ultimately, the notion that debt is just a fact of life for millions of Americans is true. But attacking your smaller debt in the form of paying off your car a little quicker or paying off your smallest credit card really will provide you the flexibility to go after that bigger debt. Now, once you remove smaller debt and begin to see what that extra money does to your bigger debt, then you might just start feeling more optimistic about your financial future. Right. And uh, now our time is just about up for this segment of the show. Uh, Is there anything else, Corey, you'd like to share with us before we take a quick break? Yeah, sure, Tony. You know, getting ready for retirement, it's really the cornerstone of your financial process. Now, you can visit our website at safeharbor.com. OH.com, or you can give us a call at 614-760-0670. You know, we can discuss on how my team might be able to, you know, answer your questions and address any concerns that you may have as well. You know, it's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement that you've worked so hard for. But if you do give us a call at 614-760-0670, just reference the radio show. We'll set you up with a complimentary no obligation meeting for me or, you know, with me. And one of the things we'll be able to do is, you know, start looking at um, what your financial, you know, future really looks like and how you're going to be able to have a successful retirement. Again, all you need to do is give us a call at 614-760-0670. I'll be more than happy to meet with you. All right. Sounds great. Listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more on how to achieve your financial goals in 2020 with our host, Corey Sickles, here on Financially Fit Radio right after this. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Income Toolkit from Safe Harbor Retirement Group now by going to safeharboroh.com or by calling us at 614-760-0670. Welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. Now, if you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, just give us a call at 614-760-0670, or you can visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're visiting our site, be sure to click on that radio page. You can check out past shows and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. The radio page will also provide you with previous shows on a number of topics that may be of interest to you. Now, today we're talking about how to achieve your financial goals in 2020. In the first segment, we talked about budgeting and how and really working to eliminate your debt as quickly as possible are too obvious but critical ways to put you in a better position to meet your financial goals in 2020 and beyond. All right. Well, yeah, it's been a great discussion so far. 
I'm eager to hear more. And before the break, you mentioned a, a piece of advice from the balance.com article that you wanted to talk about, and that is save and invest our money. I think this is uh, maybe a little more complex than budgeting and paying off debt, isn't it? I think you're right, Tony. You know, but if you really stick to the basics again, I think we can really gain a thorough understanding of how saving and investing can really help you achieve, you know, your financial goals. You know, after you've set and, you know, stuck to your budget and paid down your debt, you'll find yourself in a, a great position of earning more than you are, you know, than you spend on a monthly basis. So once you reach this point, the first thing you should do is save the equivalent of six months of salary in case of emergency. Now, if you don't have enough money saved when something unexpected pops up, you might find yourself repeating the cycle of living outside of a budget while your debt piles back up. Yeah, not good. A little bit of just-in-case money is never a bad idea for anybody. So once you have that six-month emergency fund, you know, then what comes next? Well, you know, Tony, then it's officially time to save and invest. You know, putting together a good amount of savings is obviously the first priority, but the fact is the best way to really build wealth is by investing. And when it comes to investing as wisely as possible, you know, I strongly urge our listeners to work with a financial services professional, you know, like myself, who you're really comfortable with and trust. You know, a financial, a financial services professional can really help you diversify your portfolios so that you avoid the trap of having too many of your assets invested, really invested too heavily in one particular type of stock or business. Just as importantly, you might build your way to a point where you need your investments to provide you with some income. Now, a seasoned financial services professional is going to guide you through the process while answering your questions and addressing any concerns you have of really about investing. Right. And that <laughs> you have to uh, work on that and working with somebody like yourself is a good way to accomplish this. I mean, you got to work with a trusted financial planner like yourself, an advisor, and investing can be confusing, uh, even a little intimidating. At least it has been for me in the past. So why go it alone? I mean, a financial professional like yourself can really help make sense of it all. I, I think you're absolutely correct, Tony. And, and, and a financial services professional can really help you with much more than investing or retirement planning. You know, there certainly have some insights when it comes to effective budgeting and strategies for attacking the debt that you have as well. Now, Tony, I, you know, I came across a smartaboutmoney.org article just the other day that I think might, you know, really shed even more light on what we've been talking about thus far. Now, the article, 10 Steps, or 10 basic steps, list ways to go about achieving your financial goals. Now, one of them that really caught my eye was shopping smarter. That one really hits home to me because no matter how our current financial situation is, we all have things we buy, you know, whether it's milk, gas for the car, or even the electric bill. But there are ways out there to take it, you know, to take that financial sting out of shopping. For example, you know, avoiding impulse buying can be extremely beneficial. We've all gotten to the checkout line at the grocery store and then realized there's one or two, or let's be really honest, a half dozen things in our care that we were not, that really were not on our list. You know, those impulse buys add up in a hurry. So, you know, write out your shopping list and really stick to it. Right. And I think that really makes sense. Now, uh, I've often fallen into this trap myself. I mean, when I toss a few items into a cart uh, that's already full, 
it's only natural to tell ourselves, ah, it's just another couple of bucks. It's not going to matter. But those couple of bucks, uh, they lead to a couple more bucks and it adds up. Uh, and you know the rest, Corey. I think it's even easier uh, to impulse buy when you're using credit cards, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm gra- I'm really glad that you missed you know mentioned that that word uh, credit cards, right? Because another tip for avoiding impulse purchases is using cash. You know, if you write out your grocery list and you estimate you'll need a hundred dollars for groceries, and you take that amount out of the ATM on the way to the store, you're certainly going to stick to your list because impulse shopping could lead to some awkwardness at the register, right? And along with that, another way to make you know, your cash go further when you're out shopping is to focus on generic brands. You know, many grocery chains as well as stores like Target often have their own brand that is often um, indistinguishable in terms of quality for more expensive name brands. Though it can sometimes be a pain in the neck, you know, comparing prices can also help you save a few bucks. Now, thanks to smartphones, you can double check prices in real time while you shop, you can utilize coupons and buying in bulk are always ways to stretch your money even further. So you, you might be shocked by how much you can save over time with just a little bit of effort. Right. I think it's another area where crafting that written budget uh, that you can actually see and look at is really important. Uh, doing the things you're talking about today may not seem like a big deal to some of our listeners or during a trip to the store. Uh, let's say, for example, but if we track each trip to the store over maybe six months, common sense would say we're probably going to save hundreds of dollars. And that's the kind of savings that makes comparison shopping and things like uh, coupon clipping actually worth the effort. And that's money that you can invest or put into savings. You know, Tony, you really nailed that, right? Um, another component to achieving your financial goals this year and in the future is building a strong credit report, which is something I think, you know, might fly a bit under the radar for some people. Yeah, I agree. And what are some realistic ways that we can maintain a healthy credit score that our listeners out there can maintain that credit score? Well, Tony, you know, one that makes a lot of sense to me is limiting yourself to two credit cards. You know, you should be able to handle all of your needs, including some emergencies with just two cards. You know, using more than two cards might make sense in the moment, but eventually all those credit card payments are going to give you a brutal dose of reality. Now, along with that, a secured card that only uses whatever amount of money, you know, that you put on it might be a good fit for some people. That way you don't spend what you don't have. Now, throughout today's show, we've really been discussing some simple but extremely powerful and important ways you you can better position yourself to achieve your 2020 financial goals. Before we went to break, we were discussing the importance of maintaining a healthy credit score, as well as some of the ways to go about it. Now, one such way is frequently monitoring your credit purchases in the same way you monitor your bank accounts online. That way, there aren't any forgotten charges that led to some shocked reactions, you know, when you get your next bill. Yeah, I've been there and done that, and no one likes to be shocked like that. So what are some other ways our listeners can improve their chances of achieving their financial goals uh, in 2020 and beyond? Well, you know, Tony, I have a couple that really hit hit home for me. The first is save, you know, up for those big ticket items like electronics or vacations rather than putting them on a credit card. Or if you need to make a significant purchase before you can, 
you know, save the entire amount of the money, you know, of that amount of needed money, you know, look into your bank or credit union loans because they often have significantly lower interest rates than credit cards will. Now, along those same lines, do your best to pay your credit card bills as soon as they, they, they come in to avoid late fees that can, you know, that can really add up quickly if you aren't careful. And if you can, pay your credit card balance off each month or at least pay more than the minimum payment. Well, yeah, you should always try to pay pay more than that minimum payment because if you just make the minimum payment, you're just you're only covering the interest. Uh, you're not actually paying off the card. And I have to be honest, it's never occurred to me though to look into a bank or credit union to make a significant purchase uh, that isn't something like a new car or mortgage or major home project. Uh, my reflex is just to put it on the card, but it does make sense because as you said, the difference in that interest rate between our neighborhood credit union and uh, the credit card is going to be significant. And that's 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 definitely uh, true, Tony. You know, it's also important to remember that credit cards aren't all the same. You know, with little research, you can find cards with low interest rates, you know, and it's very important that you don't have annual fees. So don't forget that your your bank or credit union may offer credit cards that are more uh, that have more advantages or overall financial goals as well. You know, as you do your credit or credit card research, be on high alert for cards that offer enticingly low interest rates for a limited time only. So it's typical that once the promotional period ends, you might be hit with a new rate that's higher than the current industry average. Well, yeah, that's true. Uh, you, and that's another thing. You, you don't want to uh, get crazy with those interest rates. You got to keep those uh, in control. Uh, to me, the biggest thing to remember when it comes to credit cards is be careful. It's not free money and uh, just charging whatever you need or want in the moment can be easy. And a lot of us have been guilty of that, but the consequences are very serious and can be difficult to overcome. That's, you know, that's absolutely right, Tony. You know, credit cards should never be your first or even second option. You know, it's good to have them, you know, when you need them, but try not to lean on them too heavily. You know, one of the things that I do try to do, Tony, is if I do use my credit card, I use my American Express card just for the fact that I have to pay that off every billing cycle. Um, you know, but much of what we've discussed today is, is nuts and bolts basics that most of us can understand, but what's required to make it all is, is work. Uh, in order to make all this stuff work is a simple word and that's discipline. You know, you need, you need to be able to stick to your budget and your savings plan. Don't treat credit cards like found money. You know, a few small sacrifices now can lead to real results and happiness for years to come. Yeah. Yep, it can. And I think that's really, really great. Now, as usual, our time has just flown by. Uh, our time is almost up for this week's show. Do you have any additional information you want to share with us before we go today, Corey? Sure, I do, Tony. You know, uh, our listeners out there, feel free to visit our website at safeharboroh.com, or you can give us a call at 614-760-0670 to get more information or even to set up a complimentary no obligation meeting with me. You know, at Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors, we provide you with the information you need to make sound and confident decisions so you can build your retirement on a solid foundation. Now, if you have any questions or comments about today's episode, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. And again, you can give us a call at 614-760-0670. Also, I highly recommend that you give us a call as well 
just to set up a complimentary no obligation meeting with me where we can review where you are today and we can show you how you can have that successful retirement. Again, all you need to do is give us a call at 614-760-0670 to set up to set up that complimentary no obligation meeting with me. All right. Well, that sounds great, Corey. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickles. Join us soon for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Take care and we'll talk to you again very soon. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at financiallyfitoh.com. Corey Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.